welcome to this Agriculture Insights podcast, where we analyze the forces shaping the all-important global agriculture markets. This podcast is produced by Argus Media, a leading provider of commodity markets analysis. This is the second episode of our Back from the Field series, where we discuss the findings from our crop force. My name is Angelika Melikian, and I'm in charge of the Argus Agritel Joint Crop 2 Initiative. In today's episode, I'm joined by Jonathan Trieger, Vice President of Left Field Commodity Research, our local partner in the organization of the Canadian Crop Tour. Today, we will compare with John the findings from our Crop Tour and the first harvest results from fields. Hi, John. Let's start with a few words about our Crop Tour, which took place in early August. Our two teams covered more than 4,000 kilometers in the three wheat producing provinces. Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Alberta. Hi, Angelica. Uh, yes, we spent a week visiting nearly 50 farms across Western Canada. The reports from farmers prior to our tour suggested the wheat crop was likely to be average or perhaps slightly better overall. And we were looking forward to getting out into the fields and meeting with farmers at their actual operations. This growing season was a bit unique in the sense that 2021 was a severe drought and this plantic season started out with some challenges very, very dry in some parts of the western prairies, and a delayed wet start in the east. And the tour largely found what we anticipated for production, with most farms thinking their wheat would see average yields overall or a little bit higher. And of course, this varies by specific region as well, with some of the drier areas measuring below average, while others were actually looking at some very good crops. This year, Canadian wheat production is on track to make a solid recovery from last year's disastrous harvest. Argus initial production estimate for total non-durum wheat production in 2022-23 is 28.4 million tons. This would be on pair with the 2020-21 harvest and the second highest since the 2013-14 record. However, during the crop tour, many farmers mentioned the risk of late harvest this year, which could adversely affect the production potential and the crop's quality. As nights get longer, temperatures get lower, and the risk of heavy rain and frosts increases. At the end of September, John, can we say if some of these risks have materialized? Yes, Angelica. I can confirm that many of the fields were later developing and bringing with that some risks. But in talking with farmers after harvest, overall it would seem that yields were at least as good as we anticipated in early August, and perhaps even slightly better. Yeah, and here I would like to specify that our yield estimates are based on the methodology, which relies on field countings and farmers' assessments on crops' conditions this year compared to last year and to long-term averages. Fields are chosen at random, but represent areas that would cover a wide range of climates or diversity across the Canadian prairies. They are carefully marked so that the results can be compared afterwards with the farmers' findings. Yes, and uh, as one might expect, there are individual fields where the actual yield results were higher and a few that were lower. And this reflects an element of randomness when picking places in the field to test for yield and how that isn't always a full reflection of what the production will be like across that entire field. But the overall reports from farmers so far suggest a final crop that might be slightly larger than expected at the beginning of August, although likely not dramatically so. Warm and dry weather helped advance the maturity of some of the later developing crops, and then when combined with first frost dates that are only coming around what might normally be anticipated and after most of the wheat is harvested, it would seem that there won't be much of the crop that will be impacted in a negative way. And it's still a bit early to know too many details about quality, but in general, the quality of the Canadian wheat harvest has been quite good. 
There is some of the harvest that hasn't been completed yet that maybe is going to be a little bit negatively impacted by maybe some rain. And there's reports of maybe some modest downgrading, but this is unlikely to impact a large portion of the crop. And any parts of that harvest that might be downgraded a little bit will easily find a market in the local livestock industry. Wheat protein will be lower than last year's very high quality levels and that were driven by the extremely hot and dry conditions, uh, but they'll still be quite good. Yes, and I know that farmers are always reluctant to talk about quality before the end of the harvest, which is this year is unsurprisingly still underway in many areas. However, based on the first feedback from farmers, but also official figures on surface areas in particular, we could see right now that our mid-August estimates might be very close to actual results. Yes, I would agree with that. It might warrant a small upward adjustment to the size of the Canadian soft wheat crop, but overall, I believe the estimates from the tour will end up being quite close to the final number, or perhaps maybe the combination of some favorable weather into the final stages of the growing season and a general trend of good conditions results in maybe a somewhat better average yield, but overall very close to what was estimated previously. Tim did a good job then. To finish our podcast, a few words on durum wheat, which, unlike soft wheat, was negatively impacted by drier conditions, with its production concentrated in regions that have seen less rainfall this year. And John, what about canola? Yeah, as a reminder, our tour focused on measuring wheat fields specifically, although we did talk to farmers about their canola as well. And the feeling was that canola wasn't going to produce as well as soft wheat, with farmers instead thinking yields might be average or maybe a little bit lower. And that seems to be supported by the harvest results. So where there is a trend towards some increase in Canadian wheat production, it's very possible the canola crop ends up coming a bit below current estimates. Thank you so much for joining me today, John. Grain production potential and exports of wheat or agriculture products in general remain one of the most interesting topics at the moment. As much of the world has experienced high food inflation, with some areas exposed to the risk of famine. Markets are in turmoil, and with so much uncertainty, it's important to produce estimates as accurately as possible. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. For more in-depth analysis, crop tour insights, price assessments, and so much more on grains, oil seeds, and vegetable oil markets, make sure to check out the Argus Agri-Market Service. We'll be back next time with another episode on key factors shaping and moving global agriculture markets. Thank you.